talking, talking, talking. Welcome to a new episode of Fun Boat Diplomacy. I'm doing my first episode in sunny San Francisco, and I'm here with my good friend Marcus Moody from back in my Maryland days. Welcome, Marcus. What up, what up? Thanks for having me. And uh, happy Halloween. <laughs> this is our third attempt. <laughs> it's funny because it's our third attempt because the connection's not working that well, so... Uh, we're trying our best with the technology we have, but it's all good because the technology is pretty dope. Hey. Yeah. So. Hey, technology. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Marcus, what are you uh, what are you working on these days? A lot, man. So the orchestra, the hip hop orchestra, is um, doing really, really well. Explain to the yeah, some people uh, don't know what the orchestra is. Uh, I used to be the I was the original drummer for the hip hop orchestra. But can you explain to everybody what that is? <laughs> Quick plug. Quick um, plug. <laughs> nah, so the Hip Hop Orchestra, or the HHO, is uh, my baby. Uh, started it my sophomore year in college. And uh, it was just me and a couple people just wanted to do some music together. I uh, used to produce. And uh, for a friend, he told me that my, my beats were too... They moved too much. They, they did too much. They were... I won't say it was complex, but it was... I didn't just set a tone like normal or other hip hopers do because um, I feel like there needs to be more of a responsibility on both ends to kind of share, sharing, telling a story. And I think classical music and orchestral music does a great job of it, as does the lyricism of hip hop. So if you put it together, then you'll be able to tell one hell of a story. Mm. Um, and since then, we've had about, I think in total, probably 50 plus people come and go. Um, right now we're at about, uh, 25, 30 total, uh, rappers, singers, uh, violins, viola, uh, trombone, uh, flute, uh, saxophone, clarinet, and a number of people, uh, electric guitars, two guitars. We have two electric guitars now Sweet. and a bass player. And they just, they shred up on uh, nightmare, which is, uh, one of our original songs. Mm -hmm. and, um, so yeah, we've got a few gigs coming up. Um, we're scoring our first short film. Uh, actually, recording for that tomorrow on the, with the first song that I ever wrote. Remember Smooth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How can I forget? It's grown so much, dog. Um, and with the new horns and the section is just—it's incredible. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. So I'm, I'm really excited for that tomorrow, and just really happy to have so many people supporting and joining and stayed and really committed to learning the music and present it to other people. Do you, so, uh, do you have the, yeah, uh, man, that's, that's do you have a recording that you can, uh, you can um, play or should, is there, is there somewhere I can pull what? that up? Is there somewhere where I can pull up a recording of smooth or something or maybe not? I don't know. You will be able to soon, but, um, uh, for right now, all we have is an Instagram, uh, underscore H H O M E. Mm -hmm. That's underscore H H O M E. Like at home. Mm. I tried to be clever. Um, <laughs> gotcha. Uh, and this uh, this and, short uh, yeah, so was it? We'll have a couple. Of, uh, we'll have a recording up soon, just instrumental, but definitely we'll be um, premiering that uh, short film as mm -hmm. soon as it comes out. Yeah. So really who's excited. who's in charge of that short film? Are you just doing the music or what? Oh uh, yeah, we're just doing the music for it. A friend of mine, Tristan Wayne, um, he 
he's doing the videography part, um, and he's uh, along with a couple other students at uh, Towson. So we're just collabing on this, and um, it should. I really hope it turns out really well. It's my first first film ever scored, and this is a kind of a first step in a one of a dream of mine is to score films. Um, yeah, with uh, a different kind of score, like. Uh, like Quincy Jones type shit and Hans Zimmer and all those people, mm-hmm. classic, classic, classic composers for these, for these types of movies. And uh, I'm really honored to even be invited to do something like this. So I just hope, hope it uh, comes out right and uh, we'll see. That's awesome. Do you know what the movie is about? The short film is about? Uh, short film is about this girl who, um, she's a ballet dancer, is pursuing it with everything she's got. Mm-hmm. And um, one day she gets in a car accident and uh, is paralyzed and can't dance anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so she needs to find a new love and really find a way to deal with losing her passion. Um, so, and that kind of goes into smooth uh, mm-hmm. when you have something that you love and it's just not healthy for you anymore, or it's you have to move on for some for some reason and kind of figure out a new way to love yourself and because without it like pretty empty so mm-hmm. yeah so i hope it uh i think it, it works it works for the song so we'll we'll see what it's like in the, at the end of the day should have it within the next few weeks like the entire thing should be all put together in the next few weeks yep apparently they're um they're shooting now and uh they stopped shooting on the third mm-hmm. and um so we're recording our part tomorrow afternoon at a uh, wmuc at maryland university mm-hmm. of maryland and, yeah uh, so we should we should have something, and uh, I'm I'm really excited, I'm really excited. Yeah, it's just it's just such a cool concept, uh, the hip hop orchestra. Because I remember, like I came back, thank you. I guess in like September, and uh, just like seeing all new faces, but it's the same music. It's like spanning generations. Just uh, yeah, it was the, I, as I watched completely different people other than you. Like everybody was new. Um, but just carrying on. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, that's that's super cool. Um, that's one thing that they're um, like getting on me about. Though. They need, um, they want new music, and I'm just like, you guys don't have this down yet. It's taking a while because there's so many damn people coming and going. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we uh, have new music coming out soon. We've got uh, about four or five songs written in that they're learning right now, and we're. Um, just trying to move forward, so we'll what see what of, happens, man. What kind of music has been inspiring you recently? Um, well, I was from uh, third all the way through high school. Um, was really influenced by how empty I thought it felt um, because it was telling a story, and we were it was you know classical music is. It moves you, but like you, as somebody who loves hip hop and has a really overactive mind, I won't even say imagination, just my head's always doing something. It's I always see like a hole in um, whatever it is that I'm doing. I want it to be different. And uh, I wanted to, as I'm sitting there in rehearsal, like I wanted to put beats on these songs and like sample them and do this and that. And um, I finally got the opportunity in school uh, but I love Kanye. I love his production and his, uh, I know people may not like him, but like he's a, 
he's a fucking genius. Uh, Kanye, uh, Kid Cudi, that whole, that whole like good music era. Um, and I love, like, I just got into listening to Barry White, Barry White's orchestra mm-hmm. and standing in the shadows of love is probably one of the best arrangements I've ever heard. Uh, Hans Zimmer is a huge hero of mine. Ennio Morricone, uh, Yo-Yo Ma, um, and another producer who did a lot of work with Rick Ross and MMG, Lex Luger. Um, if you ever hear a song that starts out with like Justice League, <laughs> produce a song, the Maybach music, uh, it's like three or four songs that are just amazing music, one Maybach music too, whatever. But on most of them are really, really great. Um, live instrumentals and everything. And uh, I just wanted to take that music and go back to like the era of Quincy Jones, where your pop artists are rapping or singing with an orchestra. And in the studio, there's somebody sitting on or standing on a podium conducting orchestra while you're stars of 20, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I, I miss, I feel like synthesized music is, it's kind of going out of style. Um, mm-hmm. And at least in hip hop, um, like EDM's kind of taking it over and it's like saturating that that kind of style. And you have people like Chance the Rapper coming in and the internet and a lot of actual like hip hop bands and hip hop instrumentalists and artists who have really taken to like live sound mm-hmm. and are turning it into like something something new, They're kind of like redefining, reshaping, reinnovating like reinventing the live hip-hop sound and always, that's what i love i always have, with you i always bring it back to seeing like, kids kids these days it was that's incredible stuff when we saw them exactly and you have kids these days and then that launched vic mince's career right. and you, um the legendary cloud nine you have like red gold green you have um uh, just a bunch um uh, coming out um in the D, which is the other dope thing about it like music in in the district and the region is really coming up. Um, the scene is really coming up, and I know DC and the DMV is not really known for for their rap or their art outside of like Wale and uh, artists like that. So it's just I don't know. I, I like again, I feel like they're on a different side. Is it I think Wale to like an extreme artist doing? like live music because heavily influenced by Gogo. And um yeah, I don't yeah. DC's DC's always been a little bit like under the radar. Um I mean they've always had pretty cool bands coming up, but it's not something mainstream, you know. Like you have also like back in the eighties and nineties like the D C punk movement and uh it's not like it's not incorporated as much into the, the the narrative of of punk in general it is a little bit it's almost like a side note and uh yeah we'll just right. see how it we'll just see how it goes like right right yeah. and, uh, i don't know i think i don't know i want to i want to be a part of that that movement that kind of launches dc into like a into a credible like artist hub mm-hmm. um and i mean i uh I'm like struggling for credibility myself. Um, I, at least I feel like in my head, cause I was a sociology major. Um, my music theory skills are, 
aren't as prominent I would imagine as some people would expect them to be. Um, so I find myself not trying to disrespect like the pure artistry of everything, but just making the music that I want to that I want to hear um, and trying my best to teach it to people. But to to really excel, I, I, honestly, I, I believe I'm gonna have to go back to school take on a, another major and do stuff like that um, or take on a composition major music theory or something because it's a man <laughs> um so you you studied did you study theory when you were uh, doing uh music at school i did not i did not know this is all i have to teach myself everything uh-huh um and what did you what kind of uh, composers did you did you cover when you were doing uh, music at school? Do you remember? Um, maybe not. Just Yo Yo Ma, Ennio Morricone. Okay. Um, okay. You say who? No, 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 no that's that's good. Yeah, that's what I was. Um, but yeah, there. Uh, did you ever watch any of the films that uh, Morricone um did, like uh? All the westerns and stuff. Uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. That's the only one I covered. Um, okay, okay. I just thought it was a pretty dope story. I mean, I'm I'm not really into westerns, but that, that one was pretty dope. It's a lot um, about it's a lot about the it, atmosphere. Which I've heard a million up. times before. You said what? I said it's a lot about the atmosphere and build up and tension. You can really build that tension. Like when For I sure. there's like times um, where I. I, I like to listen to his stuff when I'm driving, because then I feel like a cowboy. <laughs> Heading on a mission to save the... You know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, like, I, I, that's the kind of music like kind of, that just kind of builds up to, like, this final, just, I don't even know, just, just huge scene. Mm -hmm. And, like, I, I, I love that, that structure. Um, like, with rappers like Kendrick Lamar, like, um, when he does his like second voice, which like some people think is like his conscience or like his split personalities or something like that, but mm. he he raps with so much heart, with so much emotion that it's not just like talking or like yelling. Like some some artists just rap and just yell like, like some just like kind of yeah, smoke weed, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, but like he really makes the extra effort to take you somewhere not just with what he's saying, but with how he says it, with the tone, with the different voices, with the different cadences. And it's just like, I feel like if somebody were to, so if somebody were to actually write out or annotate like his cadences, like it, it'd be like Devin Miles from Drumline. Like it'd be like some ridiculous shit that you would have a rough time, really rough time trying to play. Um, and I, I, that, that's why, that's why I love Kendrick Lamar. He's bringing like a whole new level of artistry to rapping or reviving it because it's just, it's just so different and it's so, it's so, like it's, it's so cinematic. Did you end up seeing him in DC? My my brother's girlfriend bought tickets um, for uh, my brother and I. My brother. Ended up not going, so it was me and Kasim, who's uh, the lead lyricist of Twenty Never, and a group that we uh, work, the HHO works with. They're all insanely dope. I highly recommend checking out their music. Um, 
and we went and it was just it was a life changing uh completely life changing they did like an about a fly along with some other songs and it was beautiful so it was just like he crossed so many so many so many obstacles like now that we're really taking on more responsibilities as a group like we could really change the world like I and like I'm, I'm almost at a loss of words because every time I think about it like it just like <laughs> takes my head to another spot mm-hmm. but um it just it 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 just keeps hitting me every single time when we perform when I see I see fucking Kendrick in the NSO like what <laughs> it just confirms that like like we're we're on the right track and um I just want to be the best ones to do it originally. Uh, um, and I think we're on our way. Like there are other orchestras in like Sweden and London. Um, and they're, they're good. Um, but they've, they've really taken after different hip hop styles while I want to develop a new one. Um, so I don't know. Shit's wild. Yeah. What, all, what, what uh what elements just, what elements can you like give us a a little a preview into that you're that you're developing in this new style of hip hop? Well the one thing is like leaving the instrumentals in and out and around what the hell are you drinking? What the, what is that? Wait, can you see me right now? Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, chia seeds. <laughs> you never had chia seeds? Yeah, I can see. It looked like you were drinking poison. <laughs> Wait, so maybe I should turn off the video and it would go better. Maybe I should do that. Hold on. I think we're losing we're losing connection. How about, is that better? Can you hear me yeah, that's better. entirely clearly? Well, fuck, I could have done yeah. that 20 minutes ago and the, the sound quality would have been good. <laughs> Well, um, like there's like that, that, about, in the beginning, oh, yeah. in the beginning when you were talking about Kendrick, like that whole part as, as deep and emotional as that might have been, like we lost that. <laughs> unfortunately, what? yeah, like it it comes back like uh, yeah. So unfortunately, some of that got lost because we're fu- like the That's sound fine. quality is shitty. But yeah, anyway. In in summary, like Kendrick just changed my life with that performance and just reaffirm the fact that like we're here for a reason mm-hmm. uh, and we're here because well regardless of why we're here like I think people want something like this um I want something like this I wanted something like this for a very long time mm-hmm. um and I'm just really happy to be putting it on and bring it to the world like I don't know I um but what what we're doing new or what I want to do new is just like I was saying before like learn how to weave in lyricism as a part of a score. Like, a lot of people, like even, even some artists who have, who've requested to work with us and this and this and that are saying like, send me, send me your beat, send me your score, and then I'll rap over it. And um, like, I, it's, it's not like that for me. Um, because like, to make a song, it's not just you give a, you give a, a lyricist a track and they rap over it. Like, it's a, it's a transactional process where you weave, you weave in the rapper, you weave in what they're saying, how they say it into your score. Um, like, you don't, they're not mutually exclusive things. You don't 
they're not like two layers. They're one solid story, like one solid flowing sound. Um, one can't come after the other. You gotta. Yeah. They both have to flow at the same time. It has to go at the same time, um, and that's how we've. That's why every single score we have has been played for so long. One, because we've had so much turnover, but two, because when different lyricists come in, it changes what what needs to be where and based on like what they're saying and how they're saying it. And they come up with new lyrics a lot. Um, and we come up with new ways to, to fit with them and for them to fit with us and to just create like a nonstop like experience. Um, because I don't, I don't want I don't want to be classified as just like a producer or just a composer, like, because everybody in this group has had a huge hand in everything. Um, and like, I don't want us to get stuck in this space where we're just making um, settings, like creating settings, like just setting the stage for an actor to come up and do their thing, uh, which I think a lot of hip hop production has been like kind of stuck in. Um, it's just like, which is, well, I guess back to when I started the orchestra, like my friend who I produced for, he was like, I need these, I need beats. Like you're making these symphonies and I, I, I don't know another way because to listen to something that I made that's insanely repetitive and just goes over in loops and loops and loops and loops and has no growth, um, it's boring to me. Um, and I want people to be the instrumental and feel what what it is that should be said um and assume the storyline based on the instrumental alone and just really have the instrumental really be able to capture the audience as much as the lyricism and share that responsibility instead of being like one third one fourth of the final product um and it's it's i can see how it could be tough for some lyricists because they have to. They may have to change up their flow. They may have to change up their tone. They have, they, they have to keep up. Um, and I mean, it's vice versa. And it's it's a much more difficult process than laying down a track and then sending it to somebody and then they just they rap over it or you do the opposite. Somebody sends you some lyrics and you make a beat for it or something like that. And it's it's it's, it's a lot more complicated than that. Um, and I mean, I'm it's I'm not complaining about it because I'm grateful for like what we're creating um and i think that's what's necessary is to take the extra step you may need to be just a bit more difficult than what the what the music world is used to and um i'm down for that i've recreated every single score at least five or six times um sometimes twice a semester just to keep up and um, it's hard work but i mean gotta get that shit done uh for the lyrics uh how do you how do you work with uh, the rappers? I, well, I mean, the instrumentals are, come from MP3s uh, that I did a couple years ago. And um, I explain to them, or after they hear it, I, I listen to what they, to what they think they can do with it and what direction they want to go in. And then there's a discussion about what it means to me. Um, and then we compromise and then we they they write their lyrics and come to rehearsal and then 
we kind of just go back and forth, um, listening to the instrumental, listening to the lyrics, listening to them together, and we find find a spot, find every single spot that needs to be fixed or needs to be reworked to create um, one one full picture, one full body picture, and um, had some really good luck running into Twenty Never because they're just incredible. Like they they hop on so fast. And um, we just created some great, some great songs together, and I uh, hope to do so in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there somewhere we can play their music, or is that even allowed? I, don't, I actually don't know. <laughs> um, they do have. I gotta let me find it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They de- they do have a, a SoundCloud. It's like a twenty twenty never, just like the number twenty in NVR. Um. And it's uh, it's pretty dope. It's it's really like they both have their all of them. Was well, not both. There's like six of them. Mm-hmm. They all have their individual sounds. Like one of them, Hassani, is probably gonna be like the next great R&B singer. Like for real, he's only 19, but ridiculous. Kasim is like the lead lyricist. He's just straight fire. Facing sounds like Twista. It has his own style to it. Um, Oceans uh, has his like this deep like soulful like kind of Barry White thing going on. Awesome. He's an awesome producer and this shit is crazy. And um, his flow is so serious. And uh, Keys is, he's just, he's wild too. <laughs> <laughs> um, he comes up with great punchlines and, and they just, they all, they all do the damn thing. And it's, it's great to have a group like that. So diverse, but united by like their love for their music. And just watching them perform together is a gift. Um, so I get on SoundCloud, look up 20 number, the number 20 in NVR. Just, I think it's all one word. And um, Wait, find 20 as much what? as that word possible. 20, how, do I, how do I spell 20 what? 20 never, 20 NVR. NVR. 20, hmm. Like 20 never. Nope. This is some <laughs> this is some dude this is some dude named Sam Sam Cushman from Charlottesville. It's not him. <laughs> well look up uh, look up a dude named Kasim. It's K A S S I M. Yeah. And um he has a song that just dropped. Actually it was the first song I ever was an executive producer on is uh Peter Sparker. It's the first song off his new album. Should be coming out soon. Within I the thought, next few months. I thought I saw it already came out, no? Peter Sparker. No, Peter Sparker did come out. The album's um, are still being worked on now. Man, all this stuff is so hard to find. Hold on. <laughs> Peter <laughs> Sparker. Peter, the Peter Sparker, Peter Sparker mixtape? The Peter Sparker mixtape? No. Who the hell is this white guy? There's this white guy that has a, a Peter Sparker mixtape. <laughs> Why am I not finding? You got it? Yeah. This is it. Yeah. 
let's get high hats flowing on SCs like IRS. Might not make it to 23, but I'm 17 with no Pyrex. Barely see through my eyelids, can't see through my eyelids. Like Mike, my tongue, I wanna take flight. Brand a baby, F.O. and a grease bear height. How you make it big when you got a fair heights? How you supposed to live when you got a fair life? Don't blow my high, don't be a parasite. Try and see the high foot here, yeah, parasite. Cush so good, feels like a purse twice. Just hit the truth, not full of paralyzed. My fucking list is to get high. Bucket hat, stay low. And the weed, we see your colors. Like a bee, so in the gold. Blue cush of that purple haze. Fell a week from all the days. And hazy nuts, but my lungs were on. I wanted I wanted to like stop it after a minute, but then I just like oh man, it's good. I want to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So is the yeah. orchestra going to be playing like with with uh, with them these like the same kind of songs or no? Um, we're starting to. Um, 
it's just it's getting to a spot where I'm gonna have to put it in a lot more time with the orchestra and with Twenty Never, and I'm actually thinking about getting the house over uh, winter break um, just for ourselves and to get away from everything because none of us has the time to really just focus on writing music. Mm. Like a house, so, where would it be? Huh? Where would the house be? Somewhere on like like <laughs> <laughs> like a, a <laughs> artist retreat. Pretty much, man, because like there's so many ideas floating around, and I get I get asked to do this and to do that, and I want to do I want to finish up this Kendrick and Kanye medley. I want to do our uh, Outcast medley. I want to do a new song, original song that I've made. And, uh, one song that Hassani has, a song that there's just so much to do. Um, and if we could all like take just a weekend, three days to just sit down and do it, mm-hmm. uh, like with like a, an actual, like planned out, like hours and hours of just going in, that would be amazing. Um, of course, with some, with some materials, um, you know, but, uh, <laughs> we know, we know. <laughs> You don't you need know. to ask me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, just to just to just to work together. Um, I think we have a lot of great creative minds, but no time to make use of them. So I, I just feel like we're we're all really great. We're mm. all really great, and that's how I'm I'm putting myself in that because Kendrick said to be confident in yourself. So mm. I'm great. Thank you, Kendrick. And. Everybody I work with is great. You're great. Your fans are great. Everybody's great. It's just gonna be. A, it, I just can't wait to to finally put out new stuff and mm-hmm. to just get a stage where we can show people what it is that we've done because it's, it's fucking fantastic. It is fantastic. It's really great. Um, also, uh, I was curious to. I wanted to ask about uh, your work with uh, Words Beats Life. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you a quick blurb. Um, so Words, Beats, and Life actually started out of University of Maryland as well um, 13 years ago. And um, we do a lot of work in hip-hop. We teach free after-school classes in hip-hop, MCing, b-boying, um, all the entire range, graffiti, uh, chess, uh, anything hip-hop, you name it, we teach it. Um, and that's for youth ages uh, 13 to 23. Uh, we also are the lead consultants for Murals DC, uh, which is a department of the uh, Department of Arts in Hu- the DC Arts and Humanities Council Commission, the DC Commission for the Arts and Humanities, excuse me. Uh, we're the lead consultants, so pretty much almost every mural you've seen pop up in recent history in DC, we've done, um, the last one we've done of notable uh, the last notable one we've done is uh, at Noma, which was uh, North of Massachusetts Avenue. Uh, 14,000 square feet. We brought in 50 artists from around the world and uh, to create a gigantic mural quilt, uh, which was insanely dope. We also uh, we have the first global journal in hip hop. Uh, which is like, it's peer-reviewed. You can cite it on your college papers, on any professional academic works that you do. We are the first one in the entire world. Um, and the only one, so far as I know. Uh, and it's great. It's fucking, it's fantastic. Um, but if you have any more questions about it, 
Um, you can go to wblinc.org. That's wblinc.org, and um, we'll also check it throw out. I'll throw that on the on the show show notes as well, so people can click on that. For sure. Um, but yeah, man, that's and I, I love it. Um, I love it. So everything in my life right now is, is hip hop, um, whether it's music, being in the community, or just in my car bumping, you know, like, yeah, and, just uh, all the time. It's, it's, hip hop. It's a, it's a, you say what? That's just all the time. Hip hop. All the time. That's all awesome. the time. So I, um, I love actually being able to talk about it and that it's become something bigger than I, I I've ever imagined. Like I got, I owe hip hop my life. Um, if it wasn't for the HHO, I, honestly, it was probably going to drop out of college. Um, I didn't. I didn't have a place to be. I, I would. I've never found my my niche, regardless of how many friends and parties and all that stuff. Like at the end of the day, I I felt like I was just kind of going down an empty road that literally millions of people are going down. And as a millennial, like getting a bachelor's degree in sociology won't get you shit. Yeah. Um, Same with history. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. So I um I had to I had to branch out. I had to follow my heart because isn't that interesting. I don't know. I'm I'm sure like everyone realizes it at at some in in some respects or but the the uncertainty that comes with having a bachelor's degree nowadays it it kind of fuels all this creativity that we see now. You have to be creative or else you're fucked pretty much like you're <laughs> you're, you're done for. Um I was talking about it. I was at this uh conference through my job and um they had a whole workshop literally talking about millennials as if we're some alien species on how to work with us, on how to hire us, on what it is we need and expect from employers and shit as if we're not human beings. Um, and like, it's like they're trying to find a way to cope with the fact that they fucked up the economy and we have no way to, <laughs> we, we have all these other methods and like necessary alternate routes of trying to accomplish this so-called American dream. Um, and it's just, it's ridiculous. Um, and the, the fact is that what worked for them is not going to work for us. Um, it still can, totally still can, but with a much less, a, a much, a much narrower of a shot. Um, you have to know people, you, <laughs> you have to branch out. You, your, your degree is, like the bare, bare, bare minimum, if even a necessity in a lot of the stuff you want to do these days. Right. Um, but I, I, I still can't take that away from college as an institution because I fucking loved it. Yeah, <laughs> met some great, great people. Met you, my dude. Like started yeah. the orchestra. Like as a place to find yourself, college is great. Um, should it be so expensive? Hell no. But it's a, it's a great place to find out where you want to be. Um, but you need more than college to be, I don't know, to, to make it. And if you, if you want to make it in society, unless you want to go out in the woods, do your damn thing, do, do, do you, son. But like, <laughs> it's just, if you, if you want to make some money and do your thing, like you either go to college and literally follow suit, get your bachelor's, master's, doctorate. Get your MBA, go, go, count, go count other people's money. <laughs> 
Exactly. Exactly. I think that was more like an '80s thing. Like in '80s, you you get you you get a degree, and then uh, you go do you go ahead and do that. You get these uh, careers with you got a lot of skill, but you sit on it for for like your whole whole career, and then you uh, then you get to retire. But now it's uh, I don't know. I feel like things are more colorful. Like people are able to just do more. Things I don't know. That's like it's an easy. It's a simple way of putting it. But you, there's the possibilities are crazy. Like, like just a few years ago, I couldn't do a podcast. You know. True. Like. Uh, and now you can make like millions off of it. Like it's it's wild. Yeah, I mean that would be cool if I made millions off of my podcast. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I just I'm I mean, but but just to do it as a, what was it? Since you're balling off of just talking. <laughs> yeah, that'd be so amazing if I could. But I just do it because I like it now, and like it's it's amazing that I can do it. Um, just I can talk to you across the country, and then next week there'll be people who listen to the podcast will be able to hear it. Like that's that's, that's really amazing. Technology's crazy. Have you ever thought about do, do you want to do your own podcast? Um, I have. Um, but I just I honestly I just don't have the time. Yeah, you have other projects, man. But yeah, like this is. This is as much as I, as I've sat down and just like talk and chill for a very long time. Like I, I've, I've been so busy with the orchestra and with work, and just trying to maintain like my, like my my life. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's just I, I want to do a podcast, but I uh, I'd love just being featured on yours, man. Like this is <laughs> this is really cool. Well, this is really fun. I love that you're on. Like uh, you have so much to share because you have so much passion in your projects, and I really wanted to have you on. Appreciate that, dude. Like, I don't know, man. You you helped me start the HHO. You were there. You were there. You were there for that video. We always we always talk about um, carrying the fucking drum equipment (laughs) (laughs) from the language house in a stamp. Yeah, like uh, (laughs) it's so lucky that I lived at the the, like the closest building to stamp that we can that where we practiced. Um, Because if I lived in any other building, we would have been. We would have been in Foxville, like we wouldn't be able to do it. I have to go all the way down to the armory and all that other shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can't. You we'd can't have really either that, music. or we'd, we'd have really strong arms. You you can't rehearse music and um in stamp anymore. They turned all those uh, therapy rooms into like offices for student organizations and shit. What? Um, so yeah, but so. you have to go to WMUC, right? Yeah, I mean that's that's still cool. I mean, and I, I feel like that's better. Just, I feel like that's better. I just anyway. drive up in front of the studio, in front of the uh, thing. Now I don't, I don't park. I just drive up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I own the place. <laughs> Why not? Why not? <laughs> right? Ain't nobody gonna stop me. Yeah. Who's gonna stop me? Huh? Why don't you actually actually just own the place? Be be president. <laughs> what would you do if I, you're uh, president of UMD? You said what? What do you What would you do if you were president of UMD? Of UMD? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, I'd stop spreading this message about how diverse it is and really, like, create programs for. I don't know. Wow. I just got real political. Um, <laughs> That's all good. <laughs> nah, I would I would stop talking about how diverse it is because it is, but it's not. It's still segregated. Um. Right. In a in a real a real low-key way but it definitely is still segregated um i would also um fund nimburu which almost got shut down and still might 
because they they're losing money um they're not getting funded so you have like a classic cultural center just like just just gone just gone the only one that's really on campus um or the biggest one on campus um i don't know i would put a lot more money into the science programs and and at least make the architecture building all right this is one thing i'd splurge on I would make the architecture building just dope. Like it's the architecture building. Why is it the ugliest motherfucking thing on campus? <laughs> <laughs> like the other and like art social, like there's just horrible buildings. All the like, all the humanities the all the humanities nice. buildings need to be just replaced. Yeah, like and I would also make parking free. Like why? They're, they're like after four PM everywhere on campus, it doesn't matter where you are, like I know commuters need their jumps, so like yeah, they can or have the reserved spots, but like after four o'clock, everywhere is free, and you can park until like nine a.m. Like seven a.m. is bullshit. Like, <laughs> yeah, move, you gotta get up and move your car. Fuck that. Exactly. <laughs> or you gotta go to like the top of Moat and like track your number and pay for get up at like six thirty and put more time on it. Like, are they still they're still building like the new uh, basketball uh, stadium or? Yeah, they're building all over. They're building a new building um, right up Campus Drive. How much does that um, basketball... Uh, I have no idea what it's going to be, um, but they're doing a lot of construction. Yeah, I remember the last time I was there, I just thought to myself, oh, that's what you're spending my tuition money on. <laughs> it's just, it's it's ridiculous. Um, what else? I don't know. I'm just, I'm going to party, party with the students. No. Yeah, that would be real cool. President Moody, President Moody arrives to... President to, Moody. <laughs> There's to a ring me. to that. There's a ring to President Moody. President Moody rolls the best once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one day, one day. One day. Yeah. One lovely day. For sure. Yeah, man. Do you have any more questions for you, brother? No, man, I'm, I'm about to wrap it up, but uh, thanks so much for being on. It was good talking to you again. You too, bro. You too. I don't think this is the longest conversation we've had in a minute. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, that's what's so great about podcasting. You can sit down with your friends and just, like, talk for, for well, now it's been almost 50 minutes now. For sure. That's great. And to all of your fans, keep listening to Wayman because he's the man and has all the knowledge in the world. And <laughs> oh, man. I don't know why people keep insisting that, but... <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Sorry, everybody, you're, you're all my... Genius. All my fans should uh, should give uh, Marcus's project some attention. All the people he's working with some attention. I'll put links in the show notes. And uh, yeah, thanks again, Marcus, for being on. And uh, you you might be listening. You're probably listening to some one of the 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 heavy hitters in music uh, coming up in the next few years. I, I don't know how how what your timetable looks like, but hey man that would be crazy that would be fucking crazy yeah. i give myself five years five years if i'm not if i'm not at the grammys i don't even need a, a nomination but if i'm not there <laughs> i'm done no nah, man Boy. don't don't give up <laughs> <laughs> that'd be stupid that'd be stupid you. if like everything was great it's just like it just happened to be on five years you didn't make it to the grammys it's like well we're done <laughs> well fuck it all everyone go home <laughs> fuck it fuck it fuck it <laughs> <laughs> alright man I'll talk to you later yeah thanks again bye no problem I'll see you alright you'll hear from us next time on Fun Bro Diplomacy
Bye, everyone.